Hi, John. Keisha, how are you? Oh, have you seen the news? Yeah, just wondered. Well, when did when did you hear? So, um, my liaison officer contacted me. Well, I, I previously spoke to them about a week ago, and they said to me that they'd be letting me know something's happening really soon. And then I got a call on Wednesday that advised me that they had done an arrest. In 2017, Keisha McLeod's 14-year-old son, Corey Jr. Davis, was shot dead in broad daylight. It was the latest casualty of violent crime against the backdrop of a simmering gang war in East London. But CJ wasn't thought to be the intended target. And now six years on, a man's been arrested on suspicion of murder. You're listening to Who Killed CJ Davis? I'm John Simpson, an investigative reporter and former crime correspondent for The Times. Today an arrest. We haven't spoken probably since the last anniversary. What's going on in your in your life? Well, personally for me, it's literally for the last, I'll say, year and a half, I've been concentrating more on my mental health state because it does have a lot of highs and a lot of lows. I'm speaking to Keisha on the day news of the arrest was made public. It's been about half a year since we last spoke, and some things have changed for her. I work from home now. It's just allowed me to just really seclude myself. But in the same sense, that's not a good thing for me, because I want to feel alive. I'm not. I don't feel alive anymore. I just feel like I'm just living, literally living. But like I said, this is the furthest we've ever got. And it makes me believe that there's hope we'll get justice for CJ. Last Monday, the Metropolitan Police arrested a 24-year-old man on suspicion of CJ Davis's murder. Back in 2020, I made a podcast series with The Times called Who Killed CJ Davis? It's worth reminding ourselves of the case and what I found out. I spoke to insiders about the warring gangs in the north and south of Newham, a borough in East London. I followed CJ's desperate last months, from his exclusion from school to going missing from home, as he became increasingly tangled up with a brutal world of drug dealing and violence. He was shot in the head with a shotgun while sitting beside a playground. He died the next day in hospital. So far, his case remains unsolved. When did you get this press release, or did you know before? I got it twice. I got it. um, Right. I got the sense something was happening from someone who's very clued up. Yeah. I've now left the Times, but was back at the offices in the studio with Will, one of the producers of the show. We were looking at the statement that the Met Police released last week. This press release I've got here, it came through last Thursday, just after 11 in the morning. I'll just have a read of it here. So this is the press release from the Met Police. Further arrest in Corey Jr. Davis murder investigation. Detectives investigating the murder of Corey Jr. Davis in Newham in 2017 have made a new arrest. A 24-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of murder on Monday the 13th of March. He has since been released under investigation. Corey Jr. Davis was shot in the head in a playground in Moorwalk E7, at around 15.08 hours on the 4th of September in 2017. 
The 14-year-old, who was also known as CJ, had been socialising with a friend when the shooting happened. He was taken to hospital but died the following day. That's the statement from the Met. So someone's been arrested on suspicion of murder but released under investigation. What, what do you know about it? We don't know a lot more. Yeah. Um, there isn't a lot more that could be said at this point anyway. At the moment an arrest is made, the case enters a more sensitive stage which is aimed to protect a possible trial if it comes up and ensure that a jury aren't biased yeah. either way. Have the police said anything to you? They're keen to remind the public that there is a reward for more information around the murder. They've stressed that there were witnesses on the day and that they still want people to come forward. Allegiances change, people, uh, people's attitudes change. How significant do you think this is? For Keisha, um, you can hear in her voice, it's, it's, it's a big development. She's hopeful that it moves the case on, but it's also quite re-traumatising. It's quite, you know, it digs up all the, uh, all the difficult stuff she's been dealing with for years. So the age of the suspect is 24. Does that tell us anything? Only that he would have been fairly young at the time. He would have been 18 or so. So not that much older than CJ. Yeah, and I guess we must keep in mind that this man who's been arrested on suspicion of CJ's murder is innocent until proven guilty in the eyes of the law. Yeah, and that is important. And why have you continued to follow this story, this, well, awful event? I spent a long time looking into it. Um, CJ was a schoolboy. He was shot in the head near a school, near a playground, on a busy estate in front of people. There's something desperately sad in his story and the story of his mother's efforts to keep him safe in the months before he died is equally sad. And she really tried. Gun murders are still incredibly rare in this country. 28 out of the 696 people killed last year were shot. So not many, it's a fraction. Yeah, and it's to have, a, have children among that that very small number is, is uh, startling. And back to the arrest, what now? What are the possible next steps? What, what could happen? So the suspect's been released under investigation. Uh, that means that police have a window of time to decide whether there's sufficient evidence to pass a case file to the Crown Prosecution Service for a charging decision or to release him with no further action. And do you have any idea on those timeframes? Not at the moment, no. This update was brought to you by the subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times. It's hosted by me, John Simpson, and produced by Will Rowe. The executive producer on Who Killed CJ Davis is Poppy Damon. And original music was from Cam Shuck. The Stories of Our Times executive producer is Kate Ford. Sound design was by David Crackles. Thank you for listening.